UTIs are the worst. I've been there. One year, I had eight UTIs. If you get UTIs, then you understand how awful the cycle can be. I was taking all the precautions, and cranberry products, they just never worked for me. I was desperate for a way to be proactive. It was hard on me and on my husband. It was tough to see her in pain, and I wanted to help. I'm Jenna. And I'm Spencer. With Spencer's background in biochemistry and our shared frustration when it came to UTIs, we were inspired to start Eucora. At Eucora, we make innovative urinary tract supplements and UTI relief products. Our effective urinary tract supplements finally give you a way to be proactive. Feel like you've tried everything? We get it. We have a money-back guarantee so you can try risk-free. If you're not happy, you'll get a full refund. We're on a mission to help women get their lives back. Ready to join them? Go to Eucora.com today. Eucora.com. They see you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say, you need to talk to Dominic Carter. But you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 7. 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby, for another lovely show tonight. And a number of issues on my mind. And of course, it all starts with Ukraine. In terms of uh, President Biden, and rightfully so, accusing Russia of War crimes. President Biden calling Putin a pure thug and a murderous dictator. Bravo. Exactly correct. Putin, for his part, uh, attacks Russians who are against the invasion or who sympathize with the West, uh, referring to them the chilling uh, warning of uh, traitors and and scum. And here's the only focusing on that. And we're going to go to your phone calls in Ukraine in just a second after I update you on some of the other stories that we plan on getting to this morning as well. With Putin talking about cleanse and so on, it's a sign. It's a sign of desperation if you read between the lines. And I do worry what happens in Ukraine with Putin's back up against the wall? The invasion at some point, maybe we've already reached a point of no return for him, is going to amount to all or nothing, even if it means chemical weapons. And that is really, really, really sad. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Second story. This is a conversation we literally had in the Carter household just five hours ago, maybe. My wife and my family already do not ride the subway system of New York City. But now, and I want you folks to think about this for a second. Tonight, I had to have a conversation with my wife of if you are in a fender bender with these um, dirt bikers, whatever you call them. So in other words, don't ride the subway. And if you're in your car and you have a fender bender with one of these dirt bikers and it's maybe more than one. And this is against the law because if there's an accident, you're supposed to stop exchange information and so on. But I have said to her as recent as uh, five hours ago, don't stop, keep driving, stop only in front of the nearest police station, the nearest precinct. For your own safety. Think about that for a second, folks. So it's happened again. Video showing a gang of dirt bikers 
beating down a motorist and his son in Harlem after one of the dirt bikers ran a red light. The shocking video released by the um, NYPD captures the gang of dirt bikers brutally beating down a 64-year-old motorist and his son after the driver allegedly hit a member of their crew at a Harlem intersection. So they literally ripped the victims from the car to hit and rob them near the intersection of West 127th Street near St. Nicholas Territory. So the third story is all indications are that Andrew Cuomo is going to run for governor again. But let's stick before we go back to Ukraine. Let's stick with the issue of this gang of dirt bikers. Here's what I don't understand, folks. I think we have all been part of a situation where you have to slow down because the police have set up a uh, a roadblock, and as you go through, they ask for your insurance card, your license, whatever the case may be. I don't understand why the same thing is not done for these young men. I'm using the term loosely that are driving these uh, ATV vehicles, these souped-up mini motorcycles. I I don't understand. At one point, the department said, the police department, that they were going to clamp down on this. So I don't understand why every time you see them uh, popping wheelies, if you will, in the middle of the street, driving recklessly, why they're not pulled over immediately for a license check? I'm sure that it requires some type of motorcycle uh, license to drive these type of vehicles. And it, it points to everything that is wrong in our society, where all the, the social norms or everything that was good about society seems to be gone. And at what point do we stop and say we cannot let these young men in urban America, continue to do this. It is dysfunctional. It is ruining our way of life. And they have no respect for anyone, for anyone. Anyway, we'll come back to that. We'll be taking your telephone calls on a uh, number of topics. And I, one other thing, I say bravo to uh, New York Governor Kathy Hochul who has put forth a 10-point plan to finally, finally give judges more discretion over uh, defendants in front of them. But here's the problem. The left in Albany is already complaining, and she's got to get it past the legislature. And that means it's got to get past the Senate Majority Leader and the Assembly Speaker. And they support the current system as it exists. Let me do this. I, I see a lot of calls on Ukraine. I promise you we're going to deal with Ukraine in great detail. That is the number one global story uh, around the world right now. But I see we have a call on these dirt bikers. Let's begin with Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. He's almost in the middle of the street, right? Say, uh, Phil, say that. Wait, 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 Phil, say that again. It sounds like you're on speaker, and if you're on speaker, please pick up the phone. Phil, are you there? Yes, I'm okay. sorry. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I'm talking about the dirt bikers. Yes. Okay, here in the Bronx, you've got hundreds and hundreds of them running through the streets day and night. You've got people on motorcycles. You've got people on electric bikes, and they're either on the sidewalk, aggressively yes. on the yes. sidewalk, yes. and in the streets. Yes. The problem is, I've almost been hit about four times. I've seen people get hit by them, and they just keep on going. Yes, My they do. Is that where is the city in this? Where are the police? The 5 precinct, the 4 precinct, and 5 precinct do nothing. Zero. They, they, they have parked police. I've seen this, and I cannot believe it. A parked police car with two officers in it, a dirt bike, is, is, is riding on the sidewalk, banging into people, and they don't do it. They're looking, 
over their shoulders with a smirk on their face. What kind of nonsense is this? Okay, well, well, Phil, let, let me try and flip this for a second here. Can can we really, officers, they have the world coming at them. Hey, they, hey, wait, 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 Phil. Let me finish my thought, and then I will listen to you. You have the world coming at these police officers. You have these phony, fake politicians issuing directives to them. You have police commanders telling them that they have quotas on this, even though they're not officially called a quota. You've got to do this, 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 this. And by the way, if you make an arrest, we want to see the camera. We want to make sure that you are perfectly respectful of of the suspect that you took into custody. What I'm trying to say is police have a million things to do, Phil. We can't blame them for this. It starts with the politicians and the police commanders at the top. Now, go right ahead, please. You're sworn in upon graduation as an officer. No, Phil, it it doesn't. Man, 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 you're dealing with pie in the sky right now. It doesn't work like that, Phil. When I was in the Army, I took a note. I had to do whatever had to be done, like it or not. I was in Vietnam. I did my job, and I, I did hear not you. like it. I hear I you. I had no choice. And, and, I, and I think, Phil, are... Phil, you cannot blame – I thank you for the call. You cannot blame the police in this situation. They, If they had the backing of elected officials, I can guarantee you they would crack down on these dirt bikers. I don't understand. How did we reach the point where people think this is normal – and, and here's my point about these dirt bikers, and then I do need to spend some time on Ukraine. Do you think under Giuliani this would be tolerated? Hell no. It would never be tolerated. This is what I'm talking about, the message from the top. Giuliani would have said, lock every one of them up, and we'll see them in court. And 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 if we're if we're violating uh, some type of uh, civil rights, civil liberties, we'll see them in court too. But for now, you're going to jail. And I guarantee you, if the message comes from the top of the city, and and at one point, Mayor Adams did talk about this during the campaign. But I I mean. It, it, it points to everything that is wrong with society. It points to everything that is wrong with the politics of the left. When when you start chipping away at societal rules, this is what happens. In urban America, in urban America, somebody's got to clap, clamp down and mean it. And Mayor Adams is in the perfect position as an African-American mayor to say this is not going to happen anymore. We are going to lock you up and take your your bike. If you're violating rules, if you don't have the proper licensing. But let's go Let's go to uh, Ukraine. Let's start with uh, Dan in Ohio. Good morning, Dan, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good Thanks morning. For your voice of reason. You could take Sean Hannity and uh, dear sweet uh, Rita to school. Well, that, that's that, that's very ki- very kind and nice of you. I'm not uh, trying to put anybody down. No, no, no. They, they're what both is- they're both Rita and uh, Sean are are very very um, excellent journalists and at the top of their craft. But go right ahead. Yeah, I love them both. Okay, I love them both as well as you. Uh, back in October 1962, I was part of a division of tanks that were going to invade Cuba. But uh, JFK had uh, a reason, a voice of reason, and he stopped it. Now, I had the privilege of being a a worker, a, a security clearance, working on the B-1B bomber in 1980, an EMX missile. And I would say having some experience with aircraft, these MiGs that they want to throw up in the air, they can throw 500 up there. And Soviet Russia's comparable MiG to our F-35, they would drop out of the sky like popcorn. And someone in the pre- preceding uh, 
program said we had to bring our aircraft carriers up. But another voice of reason, there is now a new a new technology game, supersonic nuclear missiles. They can fire 300 miles away and light up an aircraft carrier and make it a glass factory. We are in high-tech waters, and we none of us know how this would turn out. And well, I'm concerned. Go ahead. You're concerned, Dan. Reason, and mm-hmm. There has to be self-fighting. We can have a sword in one hand and a dove in the other. Which one's going to win? Well, Dan, I, I thank you. Uh, I thank you for your call, and thank you. I also thank you greatly for your service to our country. Calling uh, this morning from Ohio. I don't know if aircraft carriers in the region are the answer. Um, my point of view is to defuse this as soon and as fast as possible so that uh, the people of Ukraine can be okay and perhaps the uh, the global world, things can go back to normal, however that is uh, defined. But, you know, and I, I see all your calls in, uh, on Ukraine, and I'm going to go right back to it, but I, I am really annoyed at these dirt bikers. You know, it's like they're taking over New York City and no one is doing anything about it. And it seems like their mamas or their daddies or their grandmothers didn't teach them a damn thing. And they're just running the streets, acting a fool. And no one is doing anything about it. Everybody talks a good game, but no one is doing anything. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make this comment, and then I promise I'm going back to Ukraine. We have in New York an African American mayor, African American police commissioner, African American state attorney general, African American Senate majority leader in Albany, African American speaker in Albany and the assembly. What are all of you doing to put these young men in check that are out here? I'm not talking about all young people. I'm talking about maybe, maybe a handful, a, a, a small percentage, but no one, no one is doing anything, anything. Just, just letting them run around like, like, like Wolfpack. And let's be honest, white people are not going to say anything because they don't want to be called racist. If you get hit by one of them, oh, I'm sorry I got in your way. I'm sorry I broke my bone, and I'm going to go to the hospital right now. But, young man, take care of yourself. Have a good day. White people are not going to say anything. It's our people, people of color, that are sitting by watching these young men with no futures in front of them act like absolute wolf pack on these bikes. Most kids of color are doing good thing. Many are going off to college. First ones in their family to go to school, but these dirt bikers, something must give Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning. You're on talk radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, okay. Uh, l- let me tell you something personal about uh, dirt bikes. And uh, my friend Moose, who is my best friend, he's now like my age, around 60. And my friend Moose was driving an ATV when we were 15 years old. And he was an idiot. And he was driving it on the streets. And he was driving, he was d- driving this vehicle in an unsafe manner. And um, the police, uh, a police cruiser came. Uh, woo woo, and uh, chased him, and like an idiot, he took them on a chase through the through the lots here in Canarsie. And when they got him off of it, when he stopped, uh, they put their uh, name tags, uh, they put all their name things in their pockets, and their pardon me, their badges in their pockets. And my friend Moose knew that this was not going to go well. And uh, at that point, and they pulled out their nightsticks and they beat the hell out of him. And this is like in the early '80s. And they broke his. Uh, it was a it was a mini bike. It wasn't an ATV. 
They broke the mini bike. They smashed it up. And my conversations with my friend Moose now is we think that was a good thing because uh, that prevented these idiots from potentially killing people. So the thing is, is that, uh, you know, there was a time in history when this was dealt with and uh, it didn't go on. But we're living in this permissive society right now. And they don't care if they're going to beat the hell out of your family or, you know, uh, potentially run people over. So, you know, this is this is I'm giving you my two cents to get away, especially to get away from all this talk about Ukraine, which, frankly, I'm sick of uh, anyway. So, um, well, Norman, I I, um, I thank you. I thank you uh, for your call. And um, I, I, you know, I. Something, something just just has to give, folks. I mean, it's it's really, really sad. What's going on? It, these young men that are doing this, engaging in this, have no future ahead of them, and they are just acting a fool. Let's go to Jay. And then I got to take a break, and then we're going to take more of your calls on Ukraine. Jay is in uh, Cincinnati. Good morning, Ohio. Good morning, Jay. What's on your mind? Uh, Dominic, we, we have a much smaller city than New York, but we do have the same roving gangs of young black men on their dirt bikes and quads that just get their jollies off of disturbing the peace in the newly redeveloped downtown. They put speed bumps in to try to slow these guys down, but they're just having fun popping wheelies over the speed bumps. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't see an easy solution. Okay, let's say we put police on motocross bikes to chase them. Then you're just going to entice them like mice and cat and mouse game. Okay? They'd love to have that. Yeah, you, you may be correct, Jay. Okay? You can't put – you can't counteract that because then the cops will be running people over. You know, you, you can't fight fire with fire. I mean – it's just a bad situation. You guys have it there also. I was a young man on a dirt bike at one point in time, but I had a I had a place to ride that, the proper place. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. kids don't have that proper place. They think they're gladiators in a modern world. Okay, so wait wait a minute, Jay. So help me out because I, I you said at one time you rode and I really yeah. I really don't understand the logic and what it's about. So you said they think they're gladiators in a modern-day world? You're on a dirt bike as a young man. You don't know the, the things that you can do and get hurt with. You think you're in, you're, you know, you think you're bulletproof. You honestly right. do. Right. Okay? That's the mentality that you have, okay? But I never, I was never in an urban scene. I, I could always ride on someone's farm or someplace. You had to have permission. There's right. a lot of legal aspects of that. Right. That's These the way to do it. They don't know that. They don't know that. They got this cheap dirt bike. They're just going to have fun. You don't have any dirt tracks in New York City that they can ride and get their jollies with. They have to just get out in the streets and scare the hell out of people, and they really think that's fun. That's their, that's their whole thing, kicks that they get out of. Hmm. It's sad. It really is sad. You've summed it up. But I've been there as a young man. You don't think things through totally. And they, you know, they startle people. They don't really care. They have a don't-care mentality. You know, I'm, I'm talking white young men, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying it's mm-hmm. black young men. Mm-hmm. White young men get their kicks out of scaring people, you know, in that age group. Sometime, and they're not growing up. Well, Jay, I, I thank you for informing me um, on this issue. But I do want to say this. So... Um, if you if you go to Netflix and you look it up and you'll see an interview that Curtis Lee and myself did with Bernard Getz. I covered Bernard Getz quite a bit. We still stay in contact with each other. Um, Bernard Getz used to um, reach out and call my family members and ask them how they were doing. So so and one of the first questions that I asked Bernard Getz was, did he shoot those four black young men because of their race? Or did he shoot them because uh, they were about to rob him? And I was in his apartment, and at this time, you know, he was still hiding because all the media was looking for him, and he, he could not go anywhere. And I was looking him in his face because if he said that he had shot them because of their race, 
I was going to walk out of his apartment and end all contact with him. But when he told me with his frustration that he was tired of being robbed, I believed him. And I am telling you folks that if we society, I'm going to be very honest right now, the black community, if we don't deal with these dirt bikers, another Bernard gets is right. I don't want it to happen, but it's right around the corner. You can't just cause an accident and then pull out a 64 year old man, beat him up and beat up his son. You just can't do. And if you're so proud of your actions, why are you on the run now and laying low? If you didn't do anything wrong, what are you laying low for? You're laying low because you know the police department, the world's greatest police department, is on you and they are coming for you. Just like they told you, the mayor of New York, the mayor of Washington, that the guy that shot, allegedly shot the homeless people, that they were coming for him and he was in custody 24 hours later. That's the situation that we're dealing with with these dirt bikers. More on that situation and Ukraine, and many other issues when we return. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. The issue of uh, Ukraine... The U.S. accuses Russia of war crimes. President Biden calls Putin and the right thing here a pure thug and murderous dictator as it relates to Ukraine. As it relates to local issues, um, and I'm I'm looking now and I see Russia has arrested uh, quite a few of anti-protesters. This is recent ongoing uh, right now. Uh, Putin uh, basically referring to them, people that may be against this war, as scum and traitors. But what I'm upset about uh, locally is these dirt bikers, what happened in, uh, in, in Harlem on Tuesday. I mean, you can't even drive. Okay, so you can't ride the train anymore, right, because of the crime. I know the MTA doesn't like that message. But but if you value your life, you're not on the train. And now you can't even be in your car because if these thugs that want to drive up, down, it doesn't matter whether it's a one-way street. It doesn't matter if there's a light. If you get in the way of them popping a wheelie or, or between them and their buddies, they may yank you out of the car and viciously attack you. That's the world uh, that it seems like we live live in today, and no one is saying anything. So we're the civil rights leaders to say, young man, th- th- this is not the way to go. Th- this is not the way to do it. Where are the civil rights leaders? Is it just about getting paid? Is that what it's just about? Jennifer, I I feel like Jennifer in Boston is sometimes, oftentimes, my conscious. Good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind this morning? Hey, Dominic. Um, can you hear me all right? My phone's been wonky lately. I, I hear you loud and clear. Okay. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to speak to this issue with these dirt bikers. Uh, two things came to mind, if I could. Um, we had the same problem up here in Franklin Park in the city right near the Franklin Park Zoo, and it went on for quite a while. They finally squelched it. But it spoke, I think it speaks to a large issue. Not only are the police disinterested, and like you said, who could blame them? They get absolutely no community support, and they get no political support. And, you know, it's it's the whole issue of community itself, of parents, of the lack of structure, of leadership in the community of right and wrong, what's acceptable and not acceptable, personal responsibility, the whole thing. And I just I just think it's heartbreaking that on any level this is acceptable, that you can go around grown adults and behave that way and expect no one to challenge you. And then if you get bumped by one of these people, because it happened here too, uh, we had a man in his 80s get assaulted, 
And tonight down there you have these people getting assaulted. And like you said, what if you have a Bernard Getz? Because I'll tell you, um, it reminded me of during the BLM riots in 2020 in Nebraska. This bar room got broken into a tavern. It was a Marine. He had served three combat tours. And his dad was in his 60s and was getting assaulted. And when he showed up, they started, you know, I mean, violently beating on this guy, too, on the Marine. And this video, Dominic, he takes out his gun and he's threatening them, leave me alone, go, go, go. He gets jumped from behind, he lets off a shot. He gets jumped again. One of the guys or two of them died. And he actually ended up committing suicide, Dominic, this Marine, because he's the one that got charged. Right, right. You know, so what do we expect of people? There's no sense of decency. Like I said, there's no sense of morality. They have no moral compass. They're just spinning about wildly. And it all begins at home. Like you said, where are the parents, the grandparents, you know, the clergy? I mean, I don't know that people go to church anymore. And when you said civil rights leaders, I, I kind of chuckled because like you, then I thought exactly what you said next. Is it all about the money? You, 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 you know what, Jennifer? Um, I, I read with great interest um, one of the community activists um, up there in Boston uh, now her and her husband are facing an 18 count federal indictment. And so a hundred thousand dollars in the indictment uh, from pandemic relief funds and went on trips. Monica Cannon, yeah. Monica Cannon Grant. Right. Yeah. Now, and by the way, real quick, Dominic, if I could insert real quick, that woman, she assaulted uh, verbally big time. And I believe at one point physically, uh, although I can't remember exactly, but certainly on several occasions, another African-American woman who happened to be a Republican running for office here in the state. And the other African-American woman, her name is Raelle, was um, just the, the insults, the slurs thrown at her because she is married to a white man. Right. And, and this woman, Monica Cannon Grant, she's, she's, She's a loose cannon. No well, well, but but let me just th- this plays right into exactly what my point is. I so know, yeah. so what what this rocket scientist did, uh, according to the uh, federal indictment, federal indictment and folks mm-hmm. having having co- covered the uh, federal court system. If the feds come at you, the best thing you can do is try your best to plea bargain because you're going down. Chances are mm-hmm. you're going down when the feds come. So mm-hmm. this rocket scientist she gets uh, a $6,000 grant from the district attorney, not from a group, from the district attorney to, to, to take, to, right? But, but to take 10 men of color at risk young men to take them out of the uh, gun communities or whatever where they live at uh, in Boston yeah. and to take them on an overnight trip to Philadelphia to see something different. According to the indictment, what does this rocket scientist uh, do? She puts the money, the entire $6,000 grant in her pocket, in her pocket. And she's under indictment for it now. Well, she had some good meals and she went to a nail salon. She did. To a hotel. She did. And and like I said, so don't tell me how she's all of these, I care for the community and given this, this other Republican African-American woman all this hard time about the Jews with a white man. I'll tell you right now. This other woman, she had a lot more care for her community, her state, and everything else. She wasn't some BS artist looking to line her own pocket. And she actually cares. And so I, I, look what the OM has done with the money. Where, where, where are the initiatives? Where's, where's the help for these kids at risk? Give me a break, right, you but, know? Hey, Jennifer, I thank you for the call, but especially people like me, I, I'm not supposed to say anything. All I'm supposed to say is Black Lives Matter. That's all I'm supposed to say. I'm not supposed to question where the money is going. I'm not supposed to question why young men are out here on dirt bikes acting a fool. And I know people personally that will justify this type of behavior. That will will will, will justify it. Let's go to our friend Stan uh, in Forest Hills. Good morning, Stan, and what's on your mind? Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo. Okay, let's go. Unbelievable. 
I'll wait, tell wait, you right wait, now. wait, wait, wait. What's Hold unbelievable? Another. I didn't start. Wait, wait, wait. What's Let unbelievable? The election is over. The election is over? Yes. Uh, a Republican will now become the governor of the state. It's over. He is to be governor. He is running to destroy the Democratic Party, and I think he has the right idea. I think that's why he's running. I don't think he can win. He may be close. But wait, but, but why, wait, Stan, why can't he win? He got, look, it's him, Hochul, and— uh, And the rest really don't matter. But, well, I mean, to be they, honest well, no, with you— They have the—she has the, the, the party— Establishment, which right. means he's nothing okay. most times. In the, he's going as an independent. He's not going. No, 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 no. You're speculating. You're speculating. He, it says it in the new. I don't. No, like no, the new no, 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 no. You're, right. you're, you're Even, speculating. Okay. You're speculating. All right. All right. Even if, if, he, goes if, he, as, if he runs as an independent, Stan, it's my show. I know it is. <laughs> if he runs as an independent, there's no future for him in Democratic politics. All right. Go so ahead. he runs as a Democrat. Okay. Go ahead. In the prime, it'll be him, Kathy Hochul. And uh, Tom Swazi, the three of them. And the public advocate of New York City, Jamal. Well, forget Williams. that. Forget about F- that. Forget Swazi as well. So, well. Go ahead. So, so, so uh, it'll be close, but uh, I don't think he'll get the nomination. Oh, he will if he runs. Well, look, I'm going to vote for him one way or the other. But I, okay. I, you know, here's the point: if he doesn't get the nomination, he'll run as a third party. He will. He'll do it. He wants to destroy Hochul. He wants to destroy the attorney general. He wants everybody that turned on him. He wants to, and he's maybe he will run as a Democrat. I understand he may go independent, but you may be right better than me. So I think he's out to destroy, and I can't blame him if he gets now. If he gets into the governorship, all bets are off. He'll go after that attorney, and he'll go after the state senate and uh, whatever. Nothing will be passed. He'll, he will do whatever he wants to do, and they ain't going to do nothing. But it will be blood fights. Then I think it's you think he'll win. I he I hope he does, but I it will be bloodletting. But here's the thing: a Republican will win. Uh, I don't like Rob Asperino. I want uh, if they have to go. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Lee Zeldin. 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 He might be the next governor of the state because I think the Democrats, whoever, will make themselves bleed, and he should make them bleed. Andrew Cuomo. Well, one question I need to be answered, and he hasn't answered it: Did he juggle the numbers on? The uh, nursing homes. Did, did he ever admit to it? Did he ever say he did it? Did he, Dominic? Uh, not to my knowledge. He's well, not fessed up question. to that it. That is the but... main question. If he says he didn't do it and somebody else did it, then he got to prove that. That's my. That is the whole thing now. He, the women's he thing is, is gone. You know. You know what, Stan? And and I thank you for your call. I do have to move on. It's always nice to hear from you. Uh, here's one area where you may be right, and then I want to go back. I see a lot of calls on dirt bikers, but I want to go back to Ukraine. Here's one thing where you may be right. So the deadline to submit uh, petitions is April 7th. So by then, we, or at least a few weeks prior to that, he has to start gathering petitions should he decide to run. Here's the problem. If Cuomo runs, Kathy Hochul has been doing a somewhat decent job. He is going to destroy her in a debate and with all the money he has in the bank. You got to remember a person's Lieutenant governor. The best way to say this is that they feel almost like that person, them, even though they're on the same ticket. And so governor Hochul, she, let's just put it this way. She will be in for the, a run of her life. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Coming up at 1 a.m., Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. I see all of your telephone calls on Ukraine, dirt bikes. Uh, somebody, Michael in New Jersey, says what President Biden said is stupid. Well, we'll find out why when we come back. The Dominic Carter Show presents What, what If. if? What if key moments in history had not occurred as they did? What if Andrew Cuomo didn't resign? What if bail reform didn't go into effect? What if delis didn't sell cold cuts? The Dominic Carter Show presents What If. And what if, I want you to really think about this, if Vladimir Putin did not have nuclear weapons. Imagine how different this scenario would be. 
and the stronger position the United States of America would be in to help the people of Ukraine that so desperately need help if Putin did not have nuclear weapons. Also, what if we didn't have transgender athletes taking advantage of a competition where they have a biological advantage. What I'm talking about amid protest uh, a few hours ago, Penn swimmer Leah Thomas became the first known transgender athlete to win a division one national championship by, I believe a second and a half. It's not fair to the women swimmers. Now, she was also, uh, uh, as a man, a member of the men team, and she was not as competitive because she has a biological advantage up against competing against women. What if we had a fair system of sports where, and I'm all for transgender athletes, but the competition should be fair. We've got to have a fair set of rules for everyone. And as it relates to that last caller, folks, I love to take all of your calls. But if you start with profanity, we have a legal obligation to dump your call. It's as simple as that. So I mentioned Michael in New Jersey. And uh, Michael says here what Biden said is stupid. Is that the way you feel, Michael? Absolutely. Okay. Tonight, they said that Putin is willing to negotiate if he gets certain requests, certain things that he wants. He is ready to pull his soldiers out of the Ukraine. All right. Putin never insulted Biden. He didn't say this man is brain damaged. He doesn't know what planet he's on. Let it end. Let this thing end. The most important thing is the killing should stop. The war should be over. Do not antagonize him. He is willing to negotiate. He's willing to remove those soldiers. Don't start insulting him. Don't start trying to humiliate him in front of his people because this man has pride. The more you insult him, the angrier he's going to get, and his demands will go up. He'll say, no, now I want part of the okay, Ukraine Michael. to be taken over okay. by Russia. Okay, so let Michael, end. Okay, let Michael, Michael, end. Michael, Michael, I heard you. You said let it end. You, you make a point of not antagonizing him. But I just have two quick questions for you. Uh, do you consider Putin a pure thug? If I do, I wouldn't say it when the man is ready okay. to sit down okay. and talk peace. Okay. Do, do you, do you, Michael, I, I got your point. You said it. Do you consider him a murderous, uh, a, a murderous dictator? Yes, a murderous dictator with 6,000 nuclear weapons who has his pride. And if you keep insulting him, his pride may overcome him. And he'll say, let the, let this United States go to hell. I'll launch the missiles. We don't know what he's capable of if you really, really piss him off. Everybody keeps saying he's crazy. Well, if it is, if he is crazy, you don't want to get a crazy person really pissed off when he controls 6,000 nuclear weapons. Okay, I got you, Michael. Thank you for the call. Michael does raise a um, a very a le- legitimate legitimate point. Let's go to Rob in Long Island. I see all the calls on dirt bikes. We're going to get to them. And joining me in about five minutes, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Frank comes up at the top of the hour. Rob in Long Island on Long Island. Good morning. What's on your mind? Uh, hey, hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, it just really upsets me that. Uh, we're asked to lead and send weapons and munitions to Ukraine, which I suppose is good. But I see nothing in terms of sacrifice in the uh, EU who've decided to do business with Putin long ago for their energy needs. And, and to me, when you have Greta, uh, Pete Buttigieg saying everyone should buy electric cars and John Kerry saying it's global warming, well, here's a, place, here's a chance to kill two things with one stone, you know. Okay, EU, stop buying the oil, cut back the purchases, sacrifice. Okay, okay, but wait, Rob, 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 it it sounds great, but then what what do these European countries do for their energy needs? 
create alternative systems or cut back their purchase. You got it. That's his. That's his war machine. You're, right. You're, it is so ironic. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're crying about this destruction, but you're not sacrificing on your own when you've tethered yourself to Putin for gasoline. I'm at Merkel. It's crazy. Margaret Thatcher never wanted to join the EU. She didn't want the pound to be connected to the euro, and I'm very confident in her spirit. She wouldn't. She wouldn't be down with with uh, with supplying Ukraine with weapons until the EU uh, contracted their supply of purchases from Putin. It's madness. It's just a circle. It's a circle jerk. Well, Rob, I thank you for your call from Long Island. Let's go to Eric in Patterson, New Jersey. Good morning, Eric. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good evening, Dominic. How are you? I'm I hope good. You're good. I'm this good. Go, go right ahead. Uh, Dominic, you said if uh, if Putin didn't have the the nuclear weapons, would uh, Ukraine would have gotten inv- uh, invaded, and would uh, Biden would have helped out? He would not help out because Biden needs Ukraine de- uh, destroyed because they have the evidence of what he's doing with his son there. He needs Ukraine obliterated and all the evidence gone. He needs. That's why he's antagonizing. Putin now saying that he's a criminal of war, of war. So he it needs Ukraine to be destroyed because the evidence will go with the uh, with Ukraine when it's destroyed. Well, Eric, I, I hear your point of view. I don't think at the end of the day that uh, Ukraine is going to be destroyed, or at least I hope not. They are in a, um, a tough, meaning Ukraine. They're in a very tough uh, situation. I see a lot of phone calls on the uh, dirt bikes, so let's go to Karen in Rockland County. Good morning, Karen. What's on your mind? Thank you. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, bicycle Sundays and white plants on the Bronx River Parkway? I think, I've, I, I think I've seen them where they shut down, the, I think, the Bronx River. Yeah, so why can't they do something like that with the... Uh these dirt bikes, you know, because them- because because these young men don't want to play by the rules, Karen. They they want to. In other well, words, if you say no, they say yes. And they they have no morals, and they want to do what they want to do. Dominic, unfortunately, our government doesn't want to play by the rules either. They have not followed their oath of office since they got into office. Biden and his whole cronies. So I mean, it starts from the top, and then it can fiddles down to the state and the uh, local levels. Mm-hmm. They haven't honored their uh, oath of office, and you know they're just doing everything to support themselves, and they don't give a damn about anybody else. Well, Karen, wife- you 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 make a good point, and and leadership does start at the uh, top. I appreciate your calls, Karen, as always, and you have a beautiful morning with me uh, right now. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight. Good, Good morning, morning to Nick. you, sir. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. So we, we have a lot of calls between Ukraine that. and dirt bikes. Yeah. And uh, first of all, before we go back to the phones together, what do you have coming up? This Friday, morning? ask Frank anything for the next hour. I will field questions on any subjects. I don't know very much about dirt bikes, and my detractors would say I don't know very much about Ukraine. So um, people can take their chances. But whatever people have questions about, they can call in and ask. Uh, I'm going to do denunciations, which is a weekly fan favorite. Uh, my friend Marlena Shivo is going to be here. And Retired U.S. Army Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, who was, as you know, Dominic, uh, Colin Powell's chief of staff when he was both chairman of the Joint Chiefs and secretary of state, he's going to join me to break down the latest on this Russia-Ukraine war. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. So am I. Uh, What time is that one? That's going to be around 2.20. Okay. Uh, I look forward to your show this morning. drive slow. We need you to drive slow. I'll drive slow back to Rockland County as I'm looking on the Palisades looking to avoid... Uh, the deers that dart out. Oh, you, don't, uh, you don't have that driving. We do. Back. We, we, we do. do. Uh, out on uh, Staten Island, they're all over the place. Well, I, I'm a little concerned right now because the weather is changing, and I don't know if the bears are going to be around very See, soon. See, we don't have bears. Uh, we, we have bears. You have bears and deer. <laughs> And See. they and they look at you and they and they and they leave your garbage all over. Oh, it's like you left the Bronx for that, hey, right? And sometimes you can go to get in your car and they're standing right there looking at you. Jeez. So my new thing is I even look up in the trees because sometimes they're up oh, in the trees. Oh my goodness! So well, I'm crossing that right off my list of places <laughs> to live. Let's go on the issue of dirt bikes here. Let's go to Mike in the Bronx. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Mike, hold on one second. Are the dirt bikes a problem on Staten Island? You know, I, 
If they are, I, I haven't noticed them. I okay. mean, so it's but not something that I get a lot of complaints about. There were, I know, a lot of places where um, there was a lot of places where they, they wanted to find a spot where their young people could use their quads legally. And I imagine maybe that's the same thing for, for dirt bikes. But it's not a problem that I've noticed. Okay. So, Mike in the Bronx, good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. Hey, Dominic and Frank. How you doing? Uh, just make it quick. I'm former NYPD. They, you can't chase these dirt bikes. That's what they want you to do. If you chase them, you hurt them, they kill somebody. You're on. You're going to be on ice. So it's that's uh, why we can't chase. That's why cops can't chase them. Just okay. A heads up, so, like, so, your first call this yes, that, yes. So, so Mike, thank thank you for your service. But, believe me, it was a pet peeve of mine. I used to go after him. But uh, okay, but Mike. So then, what do we do? I mean, you can't have young men. Uh, deciding they're going to make their own rules and laws. You just can't have that in the society. It's 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 a you can't do it. It's a crapshoot. You you're, you know you're playing you're Russian roulette with these guys because they know if you chase them they're going to go they're going to run because they they got an advantage. You're in a car and they're in a motorcycle, so they could weave in and out of traffic. Uh, it's it's bad. It, it's bad. But we you know sometimes you, you catch them off guard and uh, I've, we've caught them a couple of times off guard and. You know, we take their stuff and it gets vouched, and that's it. They never see it again. But, you know, it's not like we're not trying to do it. We're right. trying to do it, but right. it's impossible. Well, Mike, so. again, thank you for your service and have a, uh, a wonderful, have a wonderful uh, morning. Let's go, Mr. Morano. You select the uh, next one. Uh, well, how about, uh, how about Ken in New Jersey? Ken, good morning. You're talking to Frank and Dominic. Okay, good morning. Uh, I want to talk about NATO. Uh, NATO was created in response to the Soviet Union back in the 40s and 50s, and that was the reason that NATO was created. In the 90s, the Soviet Union was dissolved. At that point, NATO should have dissolved. And if NATO had dissolved and Russia had been included as another European country and had joined the EU with other European countries, we would never have the situation that we have now. Hmm. But NATO kept the Cold War going long after the, uh, the, uh, the usefulness of, of, uh, you know, of, of the alliance okay. uh, was in effect. Can, long, can, long I, after. I, I thank you for the call. I have to step in because we only have seconds left. Quick response. Rebuttal with well, I'm going to get into this with uh, Colonel Wilkerson ah, in the 2 okay. o'clock hour. So okay. uh, people should tune in. I agree with much of what he said there. Okay. I think NATO still has a role to play, but I think it's expanded far more than it should have uh, since, over the last 30 years. Well, folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight starts in about 30 seconds. Dominic Carter here with you. I will be back again tomorrow, same time, same station. Last night I said same bat station because growing up I used to watch Batman, and that's what they would say, Frank. What was your favorite villain? The Joker. 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 I like Frank Morano, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight, coming your way right now. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC.